G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 578 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. And while you're on there, just um, I just posted an article this week on, um, well it's actually a, a three month based training program from um, Dr. Michaela Ferrari, Lance Armstrong's coach. Um, so it, it's funny because I was, earlier on in the week, I was looking or playing around on the website. And I was, I, thought, I clicked on the um, analytics side and having a look. And um, the two posts I did on um, Dr. Ferrari's, um, one on his philosophies and principles and crap, and the other one was on his key training sessions. And they're, they're some of the most uh, um, clicked on things and search things that are on the website. The, the, well, actually, they're the second most clicked things on my website. The first being Doctor, um, being Tim Kerrison's um, stuff, uh, um, key sessions. That's by far the most clicked on on the website. And so I thought, oh well, I've got I've got this three month program of of um, Doctor Ferrari, so I'll you know put it up there. And um, it's surprisingly you'd be it's surprisingly very similar how Tim Kerrison structures his base training um, type of programs. Very very similar. The really the only difference is Kerrison puts in a lot more surges within his training program. A lot more surges. Um, but apart from that, it's very very similar. And now. Uh, Obviously, I've got a, a bigger pool of athletes that were under Tim Kerrison when he was with Team Sky and Ineos that I could stalk on Strava and not so much with Ferrari these days. But I've had this program for some time. And so I dug it out, put it on the website. So it's all, all there for everyone to have a look at. So all you got to do is click on transmove.com, click on articles. You don't need to scroll far to see me. You'll see the the pretty Italian face on the first article. Click on that, and you can see his three month program. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. I haven't really been stalking the, um Tim Tim Ineos's athletes that closely since Tim Kerrison's left. So I'm not sure if they're um training's the same or similar or change it differently i know the volume's gone down on richie ports over the last two years um but but you know he's winding severely down his career but anyway um yeah what's been going on um oh i also posted some um, new more blogs on conavirus.com on on a few different things that's just a little glance at now, last Saturday, I took my son out for a group ride. Um, I'm trying to get him used to mostly riding in groups because the, the type of training, it's type of racing he's trying to peak for and be good at is bunch, um, you know, draft legal triathlons. So I want to get him used to riding in bunches and stuff. And because I'm a, you know, most of my riding solo um my bike handling skills suck so bad to compared to what they used to be when i used to ride in bunches so it's just as value for me as it is him um but at first we'd ride um try and ride with the dad's army you know, they're just like a bunch of 60 plus year old dudes that plotter along at 25 k's an hour and 
talk about what their grandkids are doing and and the weather, um, which was perfect for him because he was you know 13 years old. He's, he he hasn't got the power or, or the endurance and strength in the legs. Um, so it was ju- and all the skills to ride in bunches. So he, it was a good developing thing to to group to start off with, and they love it. So this last Saturday we jump on with another group, which is it would have to be um, slightly faster, just a, a good bunch of knock around guys, uh, um, and guys and girls I should say, and um, so so we, we jump on and they're 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 averaging like twenty eight k's an hour or so, so we we just we're going through and um, no no issues until we start heading down what they call Muddy Creek Hill. <laughs> And he's my son. There's just no body weight on him, and so, so he's he's pedaling as fast as he could. He must have had a bloody ridiculous cadence. His arrow was held trying to not be dropped by this bunch, and he got dropped hard because there's just no weight on him. And um, so um, so I I you know go back and once we get to the bottom of the hill, I go jump jump on me, jump on my wheel, and I'll I'll pace you back. And so, I, so I'm pacing back, and another guy um, sees me, who used to be um, the CEO of the company I work for. So he he drops back, and we start pacing him back, and it's you know the, the group's doing um, you know roughly around 28. We're we're probably sitting at 34, 35 k's an hour thereabouts, 30 probably 33, 34. And so we just just get back to the back to the bunch. And he gets a um, front a front tire flat, so I, I so I pull over and well we both pulled over, um, my old boss and um, my son and I, and I, I I'm going to give myself a bit of a pat on the back here. It was bloody like F1 performance with me changing his tire. I had him back on the road. I would I didn't time it, but I would say as close to four minutes as it would get. And so I'm going to give myself a pat on the back there. It'd have to be one of the quickest tire changes, tube changes I've done on the the side of the road. And so we get going again. Clearly we're not catching this bunch, but we knew it was coming back. So we're right up to a point where we think, well, it must be getting close for them to turn around. So we we just sit on the side of the road until we see them, and then we start pedaling. Because generally with groups... Bunch of bunch rides. You hear them before you see them. They're all bloody gas bag and blah blah blah. Just talking about all sorts of good stuff. So we we start riding and then they go past us and we just jump straight onto the back and uh, we go you know go back up uh, the muddy creek hill and all that. That was all good stuff and um, we start heading back and then um, going around this roundabout. Jack, my son, um, loses you know loses the bunch a bit and and i go i don't know what made me do it i I jumped behind him where i should have jumped in front of him and paced him back and and he put in this hard hard effort to get back he got got there okay and and we and then on the way back once you get to about 15 k's before you know before the end of it they we we all start pacing off and i said to him just sit back and and let us pace off because um, it can get quite hectic pacing off. The, the speed increases, you know, it's going to go from 28 to 35 k's an hour and people are going to generally get spat out the back on, on these sort of things. And um, so I said, just sit at the back for for this one. 
and um, so I, I go through once and I see and I'm at the back and I see and I'm about to go through the se- second time around and I see he's stuck behind this person who's just blown up and it was my mistake I should have told him that don't trust anyone that sits back and at this stage there was two people back there um, when when they start when people start pacing off um, pacing off the front people get dropped hard and fast and yeah and so i i should have said don't trust anyone don't get stuck behind anyone anyway he got stuck behind this guy who's just blown up a tree a tremendous blow up and i'm yelling out get her go around go around and my son's trying to work out you know he couldn't hear me um he's he's going what what i'm gonna go around him mate and because i could just see him stuck so i fully you know take the take the foot off the pedals to roll back and try and pace him back and I, and I yell jump on and so I'm trying to pace him back and and at this stage you know the bunch is like well we're we're almost in no man's land at this stage we're in a critical point where um it's probably the bunches at this stage by the time I start get you know pedaling forward and he's on my wheel with 10 meters back the group's doing you know 38 for the 35 38 cable about 35k's an hour so i'm starting to ride at 38k's an hour and the poor poor jack's just not used to riding that that speed and so i'm i'm going i think oh well if we get him on the back we'll be fine and um he hit my son blows up tremendous blow up he's he's um he's in a start it starts going into a real bad way with his poor little legs and so i I, it was clear that he will never gonna you know the we weren't catching the bunch now, so I go right here because he's got my legs, my legs, and I go, right up. So I go just ride easy for, for a while, let's, let's, and I go. So I slowed it up to about twenty-five k's an hour, and and because um, we're in a, a pretty nasty headwind as well, and so I'm just spinning easy at, um, at twenty-five k's an hour, and he's. He keeps dropping my, you know, he's getting dropped at 25 k's an hour, and he, where there's this incline that where all this happened was probably three percent incline where he, where he blew up a treat, and he's he's now down to 20 k's an hour. Go my legs, he's almost in tears. How much pain he is, and then I realised this poor kid's in in an ocean of lactic acid at the moment. So I said, pull over, mate. So we pulled over, and he's oh my. Anyway. The, he was so angry with this guy that dropped it that got dropped and he you go why would he why would he um not turn why would he not let me go around and I go, ah, it's my fault i should have warned you so i took the blame for that and um but ah he, he wanted to kill this other guy that just let him drop right back but once we got going again he was fine but yeah it was it was a good good experience for him and i've tried telling him too it's this stuff's happened to me a few times where you're stuck behind someone who loses the wheel in front of them they've blown up they have given you no warning at all to tell you to go around all of a sudden you're you know the there's three bikes or two bike lengths in front before you realize crap i've got to go and now there's three bike lengths in front and you're pedaling all out now there's four bike lengths in front because they're just getting faster and faster because they're peeling off on each other and you just can't can't catch it 
uh, and I oh that, and I'm yelling out to him when um, when I'm saying we you know trying to catch the bunch and I say just keep holding on mate hold on no goods back there there's nothing good back there you keep holding <laughs> poor kid blew up <laughs> but anyway crikey I've been almost gas bagging for twelve minutes sorry about that I just got a bit carried away today's question comes from Dennis who writes um, really enjoy the try. I really enjoy triathlons but being time poor with young kids my aspirations are just is just to enjoy it and enjoy the process getting faster is just a plus we've dry we've dreams of one day completing an Ironman uh, rewind last week a couple we know asked if we we, we could take their place at a 70 point western sydney 70.3 easy for me to read probably should have read all this before um, reading it out loud uh they've entered uh, they've they've entered the relay in good faith of training and getting fit for 2019 but covid and careers have got in the way um excuse me i agree to take on the swim and bike for them any recommendations on try on training prepare to prepare for this? The event is five weeks away. Excuse me, I've got to have a quick drink. Sorry about that. I'm back now. The event is five weeks away. I'm a strong swimmer, expecting to swim around 130 pace. I have a second-hand old exterior full-length wetsuit, but considering a new sleeveless one. Any thoughts? I'm confident on the bike FTP of 245 watts in not in the aero position. Uh, but we'll need to do some few long rides in between now and then as then as my long rides are now 50 to 60 kilometer commute rides twice a week at best with the odd 80 to 90 k even uh, every two to three months with friends any suggestions so let's start off with the wetsuit western sydney uh, 70.3 western sydney's um held at the regatta center there it you know it takes one and a half minutes of sun to hit that and it feels like a bit of a bathtub so there is a pretty good chance that it's not going to be um, a non-wetsuit swim. A rather good chance that's not going to be a wetsuit um, swim. So don't be going out spending five, eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever, on a wetsuit just in case, because you could most likely are just going to be swimming in in your tri kit. Um, but having said that, sleeve, full sleeved, sleeveless. You're going to be faster in a sleeved um, suit over than a sleeveless, um, but I understand why people like the sleeveless because they have um, they feel more less restricted with their arms and um, shoulders. Um, but it it's definitely it will be quicker with a full sleeved, uh, a good a quality suit. Um, a quality sleeved kit is significantly faster than a quality sleeveless. Um, now, as for training, because oh, you're only five weeks away, I would recommend... Um, I'd be trying to get as many of those long rides as you can and try and... Um, 
that because there's not a lot of time to do anything fun and exciting with your training. Um, so you you, you just got to concentrate on the meat and potatoes of what you're trying to do. You 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 know you can swim one thirty pace. So I'd be trying to put as many eggs into that bike as possible. So I'd be looking at um, getting the long rides in and trying to work out how many calories you're going to need to consume or carbs you're going to need to consume on that bike so you can stay strong for, um, throughout. And then I'd be practicing that through um, um, in, into training. So for, for instance, you go out for a three-hour ride, um, you you might go. Oh, I'm gonna try and aim to con- consume 250 calories, or two sorry, 250 carbs over that um, bike leg. So on your long ride, see if you can consume 250 carbs comfortably, and if that works, now we can start adding um some intensity see if you can consume that under some intensity as well so uh, that i'd be focusing on um as many long rides as you can and making sure you can um get get your nutrition in um comfortably during that 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 would be the main main things i would look at and the ride even though that um ride's going to be flattish I'd probably look at trying to add some hills and stuff into your training just to get that little bit of strength work. And maybe one of those weekday um, weekday rides, I'd have a have a big gear low cadence work session just to just just to help. But yeah, but, but because I think it's cool. Because but it's a shame you didn't know. You know, twelve weeks ago, ten weeks ago. That, that you're going to do it because we could come up with something a lot more um, fancier for you for you to to do. But I'd be, as as long as you um, got your nutrition right and you got some long le- rides in the legs, and um, and as you could probably go closer, you could probably start. Um, depends on depends on how many sessions you do through the week is what you can do on that long ride on the weekend so for instance if you got a bit slack through the week and you only did let's say two rides one of them was hard one simple simply easy or or whatever now we can add more spice on that long ride so you can um let's say you're doing a four-hour bike ride and i'd be aiming to do three four-hour bike rides um, so let's so let's say it's a four-hour bike ride. Go for you know two hours, not you know cruising, and in the last two hours just do um, fifteen minutes at perceived race effort. No, uh, unless you oh you got power meter, um, you can see if you can hold um, seventy-five or eighty percent of FTP for fifteen minutes with five minutes easy going down to. Um, 60% of FTP for five minutes and then go back up to, um, and then just keep doing that 15 on for five off, 15 on, five off, and, and see how you feel. And make sure you're fueling like you would on race day during those those periods just to just to double check everything. Um, also, with your aero position, because you've got a pretty nice, pretty nice looking bike, um, because you sent me a photo, um, I'd be spending as much time in that aero position as possible. Um, during those long rides, just live in it. Um, if your shoulders, neck gets sore, sit. Uh, that's when you start looking at it as intervals. 
so you think oh god I, I can't sit there anymore so you sit up for five minutes back down for five minutes sit up for five minutes sit back down for five minutes and you start looking at them as like interval sessions and see if you can expand that five minutes down to um eight minutes in the position two minutes um sitting up or or whatever it is so, so that's how, how i would look at that but it's going to be fun it, it's a good it, it looks like a good race i've always wanted to do it but um just never worked out that way but anyway i'm guessing i would assume i think they do it every year my nephew and sisters generally at the aid stations handing out drinks um, i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure they do that if you guys uh, hope that helps all the best with it if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo